the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome, bienvenidos to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria, and right across on this Zoom screen, Zoom uh, recording, we have Eric Silver Bellman. Hello, hello. Just um, the two of us. Doom. Just doom. the doom. two of us. Doom. Doom. Well, no, we're not building castles in the sky, but we wish we were. <laughs> yep, yep. How's it going, bud? You had a good oh. party yesterday, it sounds like. No, 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 no. It was last, last oh, week Halloween. Saturday. A week ago a week Saturday. Ago. Got it. Uh, a good friend of ours, um, they had a private birthday party at the, um, at the uh, Blackheart. Mm. And it was, um, and it was uh, themed. Like mm-hmm. they wanted people to come dressed. So Nubia went as um, Wonder Woman, and I went as the Joker. Like, but the original Cesar, original Joker. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but um, and then I realized that um, some of, small world Minnesota, small world. Some of my mm-hmm. good high school friends who have not really talked to in over twenty five years also know him. So there was like kind of like a mini three people reunion. Oh nice. And I loved I loved Jameson, but Jameson was not <laughs> my friend that day. Doesn't love you back. Doesn't love me back. <laughs> and I will it's like I rem, like I remember uh we did uh Backstreet Boys songs. I don't do karaoke. Uh I do Backstreet Boys songs. Uh, somehow they did. Uh, someone was singing a, a, a Selena song, and I jumped in because they didn't know the words. And I was like, "You can't do that to a Selena song." So I jumped in, and then there was a a, a group of uh, of uh, people of Mexican descent, I want to say, and they started singing "Volver," and uh, they dragged me in because I knew the words, and that's all I remember. Besides telling everyone that I love them and I'm going to miss them, and that's all I remember. That's a good party. That's a good party. Nice. Um, well, listeners, uh, we are recording this on Decision Day, or maybe Indecision Day would, would be a better way to describe it with the MLS. Uh, lots of probabilities hang in the air, and I think what we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll go back in time and do some recaps and talk about some other stuff. And then at the very end... Um, Maybe we'll take some personal messages once the matches are all over and we have a better idea of where all the dust has fallen and and see where Minnesota United lands or doesn't land. That's still a very real possibility. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll go from there. We'll we'll stick that in kind of as a little bonus at the end. Um, well, let's start here with some NWSL. We can do we could probably put two things together here. Uh, Casey. Have a new badge and a new name, Rodrigo the Current. I think it's pretty sweet. I like it a lot. Uh, I like the teal. I like the idea of the rivers. Um, it's sharp. Thoughts? It looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the river, Casey. I, I, you know, deep down in my heart, like I knew it wasn't going to happen that they were going to keep keeping the Casey Woso. But at one time, I was hoping for a Casey Woso, MM Woso, like a Woso Derby. Mm-hmm. But even if it's just a friendly, but, but I mean, I'm glad that Casey's moving in this direction. Mm-hmm. We were all wondering how long it was going to take, not only to find a home and settle on a home, but also all the other stuff. And I think it's, uh, it's good to be able to celebrate some, some good news coming out of the NWSL at least. Yeah. And we talked about the stadium being built as well last week. I mean, some, some really big news and big yeah. happening there in Kansas city. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Casey is, you know, the Mecca of amateur soccer. <laughs> I don't know how many complexes they have, but whenever there's a big soccer tournament or a youth tournament, you know, if, if it isn't in KC. Yep. We used to play there to all be. the time when I was a kid, like we, from Nebraska, we would travel down and have, you know, the two or three day big old tournaments. And um, I'm trying to think of the name of the college. There's a couple different colleges down there that were 
really good and, and hosted everybody all the time. And of course, at the time it was the, um, the wizards, the whiz. And so we got to see a whiz game as well. And that was, it was a good time, but yeah, you're right. It, there's, there's a very, very long history for sure. Um, well, NWSL related, uh, they're actually getting into playoffs today. Um, so you got quarterfinals with Chicago Red Stars versus the New Jersey, New York Gotham FC. That's at two. And then at 430, Washington Spirit versus North Carolina Courage. And the other teams have already, uh, that are the ones in, what is it? One, two, and three and four have already got, yeah. no, one and two got the buys. Right. I think it's, uh, it's going to be, those are going to be, those games are going to be fun. So. Yeah. What, what are you thinking? I don't know. I haven't seen Gotham play too much um but um i did like the tweet that somebody sent out about playing a goth ham i think it was one of the <laughs> it was one of the uh I, I don't know if it was the washington spirits account but someone just sent out a tweet about you know getting ready to play the goth ham and then they had a a picture of a ham dressed up as a goth person that's hilarious but like, like they had like super spiky hair, and I thought that looked more punk than it did goth. But regardless, I mean, there's, I do have to say, like at the at the Carly Lloyd's uh, last game here at uh, Allianz, it was the first time in Allianz that I've seen someone wear a New York uh, Gotham FC um, kit, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. So, hmm. uh, I'm, I'm a little bit indifferent there, but I'm I'm a Chicago Red Stars, you know, I like them, so hopefully they'll pull through. Let me ask you this. So you've got uh, Portland one and Olympic rain two. What's the path here? Who, who gets whom, do you know? So be- between these two matches, red stars, Gotham uh, spirit, Carolina, which one gets the rain and which one gets, uh, gets Portland. The winner that is. Hold on, let me see. Looking it up. Let's look it up. While he's taking a look. Um, yeah. I will. Move on briefly and just do a little bit of a uh, little recap here. Uh, you just chime in when you're ready, bud. Uh, so going back in time a little bit, uh, back to Saturday, last Saturday, uh, Salt, this is MLS related now, Salt Lake and San Jose played. San Jose actually wins this game in a very high scoring kind of all over the place match at the last minute. Um, four to three is the final score, which actually does help Minnesota United a little bit. Uh, keeping Salt Lake at bay. Um, they put a press in at the very end. Uh, Rusnak got a super last second stoppage time, but it wasn't enough. Um, we can, what do you see there, Rodrigo? You got it? I'm trying to. My computer's okay. not being the best about it, but Don't we'll get back it. to it towards we'll, the end. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I was going to jump to Minnesota's match on Halloween. I actually went to this match. I figured, what the hell, it was an afternoon and didn't have a lot going on, so Decent, decent day to hop on the bike and get some exercise and get out there. Um, Minnesota United, SKC. It's a, it's a two to one victory. Um, it was, uh, it was interesting. I, I mean, honestly, Minnesota looked pretty good. Uh, I guess is what I would say. The part it was of me, a good the vibe. Game. Yeah, the vibe in the Wonderwall was very, very strange, very weird. I mean, we still have all these dynamics happening with the front office. I'm just and, glad they killed the wave. Yep, that that did happen as well. But all, all the stuff with the with the FO and the SGs and everything like that, it just it felt very very uncomfortable and kind of weird and strange and stuff. But uh, the game itself, um, you know, not bad. Gas Gasper gets back. Um, pretty much the uh, for, power formation with Alonso and Trap. We'll talk about that and those implications in a second. Yeah, I, I thought um, it was good. It was a it was a good. It was a complete game. We've we've had very few complete games, mm-hmm. and I thought this one was a complete game, in the aspect of how it started, right? Because SKC mm-hmm. scored right away. Right away, this happened like right in front of us too, with the with this header from Shelton, like the seventh minute, and of course you could just hear the sigh. <sighs> you right, know? and so just, everybody's just oh. But then after that, it they they turned it on. I was you know I I was really impressed by Chase because of the fact that he was defending more, mm-hmm. and because. Um, you know, um, the person that burned him last 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 game for like I don't know two or three second assist was you know Johnny Russell wasn't that big of a 
of a determination factor out of this uh, of this game. So I thought that was that was a good. Well, he had um, the assist on that goal. He right, but besides that, that I mean, besides that, he wasn't like what what he had done last game, right? I mean, he wasn't Fair. just burning yep. Chase Gasper and leaving all Paw Patrol trails all over the <laughs> all over the field. So nice. Well, well, let's. Um, well, before we get to the goal, um, Ozzy Alonso, I, I got here in 18, 18 minutes, just just shutting everybody down. I mean, he had some just amazing stops where you could see wingers coming in, like with all this confidence, like they were either going to shoot or make the cross. And I, he, he just looks so calm and collective, especially when you see him so close like that. Like he just gets up in there, gets in their face, sticks the foot out, maybe a little yeah. bit of a shoulder check because it's Ozzy. Of course, he's going to do that. And then the next thing you know, he's got the ball and or the other players just on the ground on their butt. It's just like, he makes it look so easy and just the cleanup. There's so much cleanup that was happening and he, man, had that his presence is, is noticed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Trump had a couple of few uh, errant passes, but I thought overall he did a good job as well too, trying to get the mm-hmm. ball up there. And it was, and it was really key to be able to see how they, these two work together well. Like Ozzy understands when he wants to go, wants to stand back because at one point, well, throughout the whole match, like they were, the Minnesota was very patient, and at a point where like um, even Ozzy would drop back as as, as a uh, in the flat four and just be the outlet passer and connector passer, and that made it a lot easier to be able to absorb some of that pressure if there was a turnover in that way. Um, and I thought the fluidity of that did help create lots of chances. I also thought, you know, Fragapane was, it's just hitting his stride at the moment. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that's in, a good transition. Yeah. Um, we talked about the goal in 20th minute. It's, it's the man you just mentioned. Uh, but and also with the cross, it goes to Lud, uh, kind of get, comes back out to uh, Fragapane. He's right there to meet it with the one time. Um, what would I put here? Stop. Oh, Malia, Malia gets his hands on it, I think, right? But it just kind of like goes over his fingers, over his head. Head, I think, is the way it happened. Is, is that right? It's, it's been. It's what happens when it's been a week. Like the memory's a little foggy. I can't remember if he got his fingers on it or not. Do you remember? Um, I don't think so. I thought it was a play, pretty clear, just a volley hit. He just smacked the crap out of the ball. He might have tried yeah. to get a hand on it, but right on. Um, and it's if he did, goal. it was it was not. No, it was a great goal. Yeah. It was probably I, I just the thing is we have we've had so many opportunities this season specifically in a six to eight yard box mm-hmm. that we can't put away, and we'll have more. But you know it's it's those opportunities that we create right when we become dangerous we have to be able to to finish those and that's been the mo of this team is we don't know which team is going to show up right, um, but when they are clicking and when they are you know playing the game that they know they can play is. It, it's it's um it's it's a convincing performance for them, and I thought that was it specifically because SKC. I don't know who decided to like label this as like the friendliest MLS rivalry. This game is not friendly at all. Like I swear, to you gotta yell at your extra time friends. No, I don't know, but I was just like it was like <laughs> this is not friendly at all. Like I don't know how many yellows they were or how many fouls. It's just it was just you know, and the referee, you know, like let the game get out of hand at certain points. And I was like, sure did. I was like, come on, right? I mean, like some of the stuff that was happening, like it doesn't make sense. Like and like I get um, that there might be some embellishment from certain players, but um, but at the same time, I just I just did comprehend some of the some of the calls out there but regardless i mean this is not a friendly rivalry no um you know they beat us was it four nothing last time we saw them mm, something like that yeah, three or four nothing down. and then you know previous to that last season in the playoffs where manager we killed them so like yeah. the rivalry the friendliest went out that playoff game i think this whole year has mm-hmm. been you know trying to trying to pound people and mm-hmm. and, and and that's what they do is like they they mark Reynoso and they hit him. Yep. And it's it's like the hack it's like the shack hack attack. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, I got a lot there was a lot of keeper action as well. Uh, a lot of back and forth with uh, Milia stops, uh, Eric Miller, uh, Eric Miller, uh, Tyler Miller. <laughs> thinking of my name. Tyler Miller, big punches, uh, big stops. They they were both pretty busy on both ends. Um, but let's jump to the 37th with uh, Reynoso taking down the box pretty 
pretty clear penalty, um, which they reward him. And uh, right after that, it sets up for the kick and baby pulls off this sweet, sweet little panenka. It just makes Malia look the fool. It was, it was pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, team Malia had a great game. Like even though he let two in, they, there's quite possibly at least three more goals that, that should have gone in. Mm-hmm. I think Anu had a header that totally should have been like gone in and, 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 and he saved it. And I mean, Timili is one of the, you know, the best goalkeepers in this league and, and it yep. shows, right? I mean, he makes save after save and, and he's very confident and he shows it, right? He'll yell at anyone. But one of my favorite things is watching him look like a fool when he gets scored on. That's one yeah. of my, that and Johnny Russell, that and Johnny Russell, like getting angry because nothing's happening the way that he wants. Those, those, those two things bring me joy when I watch. You could, you could just see the deflation in his eyes when he went one way and just went like right over him. He's just like, oh. Right. Then he tried to get back and try to reach at it. It's like it's like trying to trying to watch a cat trying to reach yes. for what the for the toy ball. And, you know, it's, yes. you know, that he know they're not going to get it. It was just that was the icing. it really was it really was uh that takes us to halftime with a two to one loons lead which boy i did not expect and yeah and and the funny thing is is we've we this team has not had uh if not only one pk or several pks this season but this is the first pk taken by uh reynoso maybe third there there haven't been that many this is the first for reynoso and so it's like hmm, because the other one didn't really count because my favorite, uh, my favorite one, Chope, took it, missed it, and then he screwed up and scored it in. So, like, right. I love that call to PK. So, so this is the this is the one. And to come up, knowing that you have this, you know, the the star of the team taking a PK, and decide to panenka the PK, <laughs> how heavy, over important of a game it is. That's just ice cold. Huevos, huevos. Um, yeah, second. You know, it, it's it, the second half started off with a little bit more SKC pressing, and but I mean, it was more back and forth. It was just kind of like track meet for a good ten minutes or so. And I don't know, maybe we can fast forward through some of this. They SKC couldn't really produce though. Is the thing they were just getting shut down in midfield all the time. And you know, you you want Minnesota to get that one more to put it away, but at the same time, they were doing such a good job um, putting out the fires that you know, holding on to one goal can make it work. Um, what was I going to sneak in here? Oh, the Lud shot that you mentioned. Yeah, a lot. Milia had that double stop as well. He was all over. This this is a special moment. I enjoyed it. Uh, nothing really came of it, but Finley in the 84th takes it all the way down to the corner and gets this cross off. But right before it, just puts a dude on his ass and megs him at the same time. It was it was awesome. You just love those little moments. And I don't, I don't know if you were able to catch that on the on the broadcast, but. It was awesome. It was pretty sweet just to watch him uh, just meg this. I watched it. I watched like it live. But so, yeah. Oh yeah, you were there too. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great moment. Great moment. I mean, everybody was just like, "Ah, oh, yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you for that." No, there was a lot of great plays, and I think that's one of the things too that you know it's good that this team is performing the way they're performing towards the end. Um. Now, whether they get into the playoffs or not, I mean, the thing is, this team, this team has this uh, future in the playoffs. They have to determine it by themselves. Like that's it. Well, let's like, oh, go ahead. I mean, they win, they're in, right? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say before we get there, let's talk about the the tackle that everybody's already talked about. I mean, it was it was brutal. Um, Dia, I believe is his name, just destroys Reynoso. Yes, that was a straight red, and he got and he got uh, suspended for it afterwards. Yep. But only for one game. I thought that was a double. I mean, it was horrible. From where we saw it, we you totally knew it because you could yep. see his foot was cut up under his yep. leg, and yep, so like exactly. you, you're that's easy. You could and it could was drain a ten one one thousand two one thousand late before the ball. Yeah, you know, ball around. He did the scissor. I mean. I mean, Reynoso, Re, Reynoso loves to do this type of thing that when there's a mark on him, when there's someone's passing him in a pressure situation, he puts his foot, he receives it with the foot away from the pressure. So then that way, it's kind of like enticing whoever's trying to get the ball to go and do a tackle, right? And this situation was the same way. He was on the wing, ball comes out, he receives it with his, and this for, his left foot, knowing that he can, he can shield it. And then boom, this tackle just comes right through. Yep. Like 
I would have hoped it would have been a brawl because that would have been great. I would have wished Team Media would have jumped up and tried to fight and then got a red card. And then, you know, I, there's a lot of great things you want to you want to see at your last the last home game. But like <laughs> overall, like I thought, you know, the fact the fact that Reynoso was able to get up and I see him walking towards later at the game, walking normal, a normal pace. I thought that was a good sign. So hopefully it isn't something too serious. Right. 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 I mean, that takes it kind of to the end of the match. Um, Ozzy does get a yellow, and that's important because he will now miss uh, today's final match, which which kind of hurts. Um, but there it is, two to one. They stay alive, get some breathing room. Um, and then the, on the following day, we were watching these other matches to kind of see what happens. And, and really, it, it just makes things all the more tighter and more confusing. Uh, Galaxy in Seattle tie 1-1. And then the following day on Tuesday, the second LAFC and Vancouver also tie one, one. Right. So we have, I mean, so we have this ridiculous situation now where it, it feels everybody's like, go ahead. It feels like Comet bowl qualifying. Yes. Like, well, it, it's crazy. Towards tight. the end where like everyone knows where they need to be. It's like, we'll just tie these guys and we'll just do it. Yep. Um, is this the latest table? I think this is the latest one. So Seattle 59 sporting SKC, uh, sporting KC 58, Colorado 58, Portland 52, Minnesota 48, Vancouver 48, also LA Galaxy 47, Salt Lake 45, and LAFC 45. And so, I mean, like everybody's got something to play for, including those top three teams that could easily slide up to number one and, and win the conference. It's just everything's up in the air and on this last day, which, you know, makes for a very exciting decision day but also extremely nerve-wracking and full of I, I just I, I don't know like else. I like decision day is is a fun day and I'm I think the the way the MLS set up together they were like yeah let's make this this last game really like these last these last matches be the ones that really matter because like I don't know but like it's just I it's just frustrating <laughs> I, yeah, I wish there was you know like I wish there was a, a different way. It always takes this long to figure out who's going to make it in or not. And, um, you know, you know. They were talking about that. Uh, I, I was looking at uh, extra time. though. The, this is even more so this year with 11 teams that are still going for like six spots or something. Like that. I don't think it's ever been that many that are that are alive. So let, let's talk briefly about it. I mean, I had this later. But we can just jump to it now. It's, we're right into it. Um, the simple scenario, and you mentioned this off air before we were recording, is that Minnesota just – does the job and wins and that's fine. We're safe. We're in no big deal. Um, if Minnesota, by the way, Minnesota, LA and in a few hours here, um, if Minnesota ties Los Angeles galaxy, then it gets complicated, right? Likely still alive, but then we're watching all these other matches really closely to see what happens with sporting KC salt Lake, uh, Vancouver and Seattle and Colorado LAFC. Cause that would kind of help, determine where uh minnesota united will fall right um in that whole seven. i mean the way i understand this and i and i and i'm not very good about determining what it is but with with 49 points i think the um yeah it, it it's 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 really we could get seventh place or we could be out right because i think um how many points does LAFC have in the RSL? Is it 45? 40, that sounds right. Yeah, I just had 45, it 46? Yeah, because if they have 45 points all each, then that means that with yeah, a tie and 49 points, all those other teams, even if they do win, they'll get all 48 points. And we, right. and we end up getting seventh place. Right, right. Now, if they lose, that's where it becomes really oh, then we're cracking. Yeah, yeah. Because then everything basically needs to fall their way to kind of kind of stay alive, and I mean that's there's a lot of probabilities there between those three games for everything to just you know line up in the in the perfect way for for them to grab that last spot. Uh, so yeah, there's I, I have some friends out in LA, and, and we've been con- conversing back and forth, and like everybody's on edge, like they don't feel great about the situation either. So everybody's just like this, this just sucks overall. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, kind of kind of feel you. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll record something a little bit later. Um, once we have an idea of exactly what the hell's going on and, uh, what the near future is going to bring. Right. It will either be very somber, um, depressing, or it'll be really like angry or depressing, or it'll just be like, 
a sigh of relief and depressing. So regardless, yeah. it will be depressing for whoever's screaming. listening. Screaming, in, in, regardless, either either screams of joy or screams of <laughs> of depression, like you said, <laughs> terror. Um, Loon's legend, Francisco Calvo, out at Chicago Fire. Ah, oh, you love to see it. This is, I don't know, for whatever reason, I picked him as one of my arch nemesis like a long time ago, and I just can't stand this human. So, so bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I mean, that was a report that as soon as the season's over, right? Or at least a, a tweet about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's from Andy Greeter. Andy Greeter is pretty good. I just like to say how much I really appreciate Andy Greeter and how his focus more on local stuff at Minnesota United and being more accessible to interact with the fandom Mm-hmm. has really boosted up his like way he reports so i'm really i'm really happy to to see that i wish you know other major newspapers local major <laughs> newspapers would but you know we'll figure like if you show you care people will come but apparently they don't care so they keep having does, issues does, so does it rhyme with bogota or pagoda <laughs> um i don't know just, just leave it there do you yeah. have to answer that <laughs> um yeah just man calvo I, I just, uh, I don't have anything else to say. He's, I'm he's glad terrible. he's finally leaving. And I'm glad that he's going to find a different other team. I hope he go plays for like. Goyaz? With my luck, it'll be Goyaz. No, that's <laughs> he, he that, that's too far for him. He'll probably. probably go play like, I don't know, into Miami. And I'd love to see that. Mm. Yeah, into Miami. The, the goal to to strengthen their spine and you know shore up the back line. Here That's comes right. Calvo. <laughs> the, what is it? The, the murder is inside the house. <laughs> the villain is inside the house. Yeah. Uh, what do you? Okay, so Major League Soccer uh, with the New England Revolution, they've already won the Shield. They've already uh, set the points record. They're gonna. Um, I don't remember. Is there a stadium thing happening as well? I thought there was maybe something like that as well. But regardless, they're they're doing the, the full the the New England Revolution are never going to get a stadium. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you I'm know who the owner person. is. The owner prioritizes American football. So right, right, right. Well, regardless, they're doing the the, the whole rebrand thing. And yeah, got a new shield, and you know it's it's fine. I mean, I I kind of miss the old school. It was like one of the the whole. The holdouts from the uh, 90s. Yeah, this, the last, this was the last logo, logo lasting from the right. 96, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, what do you think of this one? I mean, it, there, there's kind of some Flamingo kind of Rangers kind of vibes with the with the R. Um, I know they were, very they were European centric. I don't know. It yeah. just looks very European. There's something I I think because I I recently saw the Dune the new Dune movie, which is. A masterpiece it's pretty is it really i have yet to it's, see it it's really good like, maybe we I, should talk about that because i just i just finished ted lasso this week so it it was i couldn't have imagined a better film to get back to the movies to kind of start with after like a year and a half of not going to the movie theater oh this you oh you and saw I, this in theaters i did i did oh, wow it was totally worth it, it that's totally cool it. anyway the logo looks like the mouth of the worm to me <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it. I so, see it. It's like it's, it's like what bad, it's like but... that big worm from like also the uh the uh, Star Wars um what is it that's like those meteorite worms type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I see it's it. It's fine. It. It's fine. I don't know. I mean it's you know, it's Bruce Arena's, you know, who they can go ahead and, and, and do that. So yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about 2022 conference uh, realignment here. Where did it go? So, uh, so the the, uh, the MLS Charlotte, went to a chiropractor and got it all wrong. Yeah, Charlotte's coming in, so they're adding one to the East. That means they got to balance things out. And for whatever ridiculous reason, I, we're not getting Chicago, which is you know comfortable driving distance away. Uh, instead of Chicago, we're getting Nashville. Hey, we get Eric Miller and we get Jamie Watson. There you go. That's all I, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure Jimmy Watson, a circle is going to, as soon as the schedule comes out, he's going to circle it. I just hope I get to like, um, deliver on my promise of, of taking some Lomo Saltado to him and that will be good. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, you know, in the stadium somewhere, like if they well, allow. Back up a sec. What you might have to tell listeners this story. I, what, what's the backstory there? Uh, I think both, all of us were, uh, this is like 
a year or so ago uh, during uh, the COVID cup, right? The, the bubble. Um, uh, we were, um, we were bought into like the MLS second screen to, that you always used to have like a Minnesota United supporter or a team supporters. And then we just have like a big old discussion and talking about it. And, and Jamie was in one of those with me. And then Jamie said that um, we talked about food. We talked about Peruvian food. We talked about other stuff. He talked about Minnesota and he, you know, and we report and he's like, yeah, whenever he's like, whenever we're in, I'm in town next, you know, I love for you to, you know, do that, but we never played Nashville. <laughs> We never, ah, we never did that, and so now this might be the only time that you know, starting in twenty twenty two, where we get to play Nashville more than once, and then uh, be a chance specifically when they come to Allianz uh, to be able just to meet with Jamie and just deliver my food because he wanted to <laughs> try some. So there you go. Um, other little points to mention here as well with the format. They're actually going to start a few weeks earlier. They're going to start fe- February twenty sixth which then means they're going to end earlier, obviously. Uh, October 9th would be decision day, I believe. And MLS Cup will come significantly early, like about this time next year, Saturday, November 5th. Yeah, we'd be in the um, finals around this time, yeah. And of course, they're doing this because the ludicrous ridiculousness of the World Cup in Qatar then begins at the end of April, uh, at the end of November, rather, November 21st. So they're trying to wrap the whole thing up and still give them a couple weeks. God, that's uh, going to be recover. insane. It is going to be insane, exactly. Like if we if um, we if if we got what a tournament would look like in heat, it's the preview was the COVID bubble cup of the MLS, where all the games are played between nine p.m. and midnight, usually on turf, probably <laughs> not on grass, and that's what Qatar is going to be like. We're all going to be watching games. I don't know what odd hour if we want to watch them at all. No, it's going to be I mean, un- uncomfortable. I don't. I'm I, I'm going to be uncomfortable morning. watching it. So. So I'll wait for Copa America 2026, and then we can all just drive to places here to watch a Copa America game. Mm-hmm. Anything else to to cover in this whole thing? I'm, it, I, I I took the shot a little small here. I got to like zoom in to read everything. I mean, uh, I, th- I, I think it's going to make it interesting. I think yeah. Nashville, you know, currently ranks top three, and and if you look at the, at the conference standings, I think I think they're second, right? Second in the Eastern third, Conference. Yeah. Yeah, they're third right now. And so, like, that team, like, has really done well in not only um, their personnel, but just how they're willing, how, how they developed out. In, and I, I, I it's, they're, they're not going to change their style, right? They, they, they bunker and they counter, and they're not going to change that. And that's what's working for them. Like, they have a, an identity, right? And so they, they, it works for them. And it's going to be fun having them play in a Western conference where like, you know, creativity and moving of the ball and all the other stuff, the tiki takas of the world, that's where we all at. Yeah. And see how, if that changes at all uh, when it comes to that, but we'll see. It, it also mentions that the, uh, the new calendar is going to be tighter with the FIFA calendar. So there won't be matches during the uh, FIFA international breaks, March, June and September, which is, so does that mean that there's a possibility that Minnesota's host uh, host a home game like late late February, early March? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> All full of snow or like yeah. with the ball, like you know. I mean, that's that's the thing with climate change around here now. For listeners that may be listening outside of the Twin Cities, is the winters now start so much later and they go so much longer into what would be a spring springtime, you know, uh, transition so that uh, like the last couple of years, we've got as much snow in March and April as we have previously, like in December and January. So yeah, I think to your point, Rodrigo, you know, that, that early April blizzard that may or may not come, there could definitely be a match with, you know, tons of snow and, you know, snowmageddon as it were. Right. And that means that it's quite possible that um, Minnesota United plays their first five, six games away from Allianz because of the weather concern. That's a good point. Although it'd be fun. I'll never forget that first match. Although it was terrible score-wise, it was. It was oh, I, I, I am waiting. I am waiting for the return of the orange ball. The orange and ball, baby! Absolutely. I am. I'm so happy and ready for that. Like, yep. 
Yeah. Um, on some sadder news, uh, forward Madison, uh, they're, they're letting our friend, Mr. Carl Craig go as the coach. It wasn't a great season. It wasn't a horrible season. I mean, they, they missed the playoffs. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't like they were terrible from what I could see from the record and other things as well. Just to, uh, you know, I, I, early, but... I didn't get to watch a lot of four Madison games when I did watch them. Like he, he was, he, he was getting them to play the way that he wants them to play. So I, mm-hmm. I personally don't know, um, like if there was other issues, cause like, was his tenure like just a year? Is that what it was? A year. This was it. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't, I don't like that mm-hmm. approach. Right. I mean, I think if you want someone to, you know, to be able to produce something that they can say it's theirs and see if it works or not, you want to give them at least three years. Right. I mean, we gave Heath five, but, you know, we're um, (laughs) beat me to it. (laughs) So, I mean, so three years, I think would be great. You know, have an understanding, have them have them be able to, you know, because the first season is you acclimate to the league and you acclimate to what you have and then you second season is you go out and get stuff and third Unless season you get, you get six months <laughs> right i mean yeah this is true they're taking the comb they're taking a combo they're like, yeah right, they, they don't even give you a keys to your apartment or a right. car take, until, until like a year because they're like right nah, they subscribe to <laughs> they subscribe to goya's uh patreon page and and, and take their uh their 30 minute sessions of, of how to run a club and how to how to hire management yeah, there, there's fine print at the very bottom that's like, congratulations on being the new manager. There might be three more before the year is over. It's like it's like a freaking <laughs> flowchart, I bet. It's like a flowchart, right? Do you lose your first three games in a row for, for less than three zeros? Open this tab. Did you win this? Did you go on a scoring route? Do your players, when your players get COVID, oh. Go over here. I mean, it's just going to be it's like a flowchart, I swear. I, I will say this. Things have stabilized pretty well over this past year. Um, they have not changed coaches, which is great. Uh, they are in promotion zone. It's, it's getting a little tight right now. Uh, they need, they need uh, I know Navajo and those guys from Botafogo, they're, they're sailing high. We need Botafogo to drop some points. Some of the other teams ahead them to, to drop some points. But uh, where, where, are they, where are they in the relegation race? Are they in third? Fourth. They're, they're in fourth. Yep. So they're, they're top in promotion. two, right? It's a top two, right? Top four. Top four move on. Okay. Yep. So they're in it, but it, but it's tight. I think I can't, I think they have like 54 points and then there's like two or three teams right behind them that have 53 and mm-hmm. there's a month left of matches. So they, they've been getting a lot of ties and they need to get the crank out some wins to just kind of solidify things. Cause otherwise, otherwise it's going to be like this, like decision day. It's going to be like one match left. Everybody's within a point. How great would it be you know, to Goyas and Botafogo to go bo- go back up? Be great. I mean, they fell together too, so it'd be poetic for them to go up together. Right. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty good for for that. Let's uh, let's take a break and we can do some more. I mean, we already kind of started doing internationals. We'll do more international. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota football show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota football show where we talked about international, mm-hmm. just crazy stuff. And I hope we end, I hope we talk about this, uh, Gremio, uh, yeah, Gremio thing that went around making that literally like made me laugh. Like, let's start there. I mean, why not? You you actually got pointed this one out to me. I missed it, so take it away. I mean, I got it from you, but you you found it, so by all means. Um, it pretty much is. It was a it was a game between Flamingo and Gremio. Mm-hmm. Was it Flamingo? I think it's Flamingo. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. You can now. you can you can find that out. But regardless, right? So. Um, so literally at the end of regulation, um, where the the score was two one uh, Flamingo, um, there was a non call PK against uh, Gremios that went to VAR, and then was you know was then overruled and it wasn't a PK. Palmeiras, it was Palmeiras. Sorry, that's what it was. It was Palmeiras. Why I was thinking yeah. Flamingo for the men's. 
Those palmetas. Anyways, right? And so literally like the PK is 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 overturned. And so there's no PK. And then literally in the additional extra time, Palmeiras scores <laughs> scores another goal. Yep. So it's three one. And then after the whistle is blown, like, you know, this is the funny part about this whole thing. It's like it's only five or six people. It isn't like a mob of like hundreds that get onto the pitch and destroy the VAR equipment. It's just like five or six. Yeah, like I can count them right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It isn't maybe that nine. many. Nope. It's like it's like I've seen I've seen more. I've I've seen like Brazilian military personnel on the field that could have just totally just sadly. Bash them all over and stop them from no, but they just let them destroy it. Like literally, it was just—it was just funny. It was like watching a child tantrum, and they take their yeah. toy and they just they're, bash they're, it and bash it, and then throw it onto the field. There's specifically mostly just one guy that picks up the VAR thing and just like slams it and destroys it. I think that might be one other guy that's helping him, but it's mostly like a one-person job. He just grabs the thing and like tips it over. <laughs> And then throws the rest of it on the field. I, I was just laughing. I was like, this is perfect peak comable because that's what it is. <laughs> it's like you're angry, so you go, you don't you don't attack the ref. I'm glad that no longer attacking the ref, mm-hmm. right? Because that's usually what happens in comable uh, leagues, as you'll mm-hmm. someone will destroy a ref. They're destroying the VAR machine, which is much better because you replace the machine, no problem. <laughs> Probably save the folks therapy sessions, be you know, in destroying the, the thing, you know, they feel vindicated. But it's just freaking hilarious to watch them just all these skinny kids, these skinny guys, people just trying to throw everything over. I was like, I was laughing. This is great. Yeah, definitely people in my bowl. That's good stuff. Oh, Palmeiras. I'm sure Palmeiras was laughing the whole thing off too. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it's like, all right. Like, look whatever. at that. It's like, we beat you. We, you score an extra, extra, <laughs> extra time. And then you guys get to do that. Man, that's man, that's Brasileiro. That that's top flight league too. It's like this isn't this isn't Serie B, man. This is Serie A. <laughs> um, EPL. We we had the uh, which one is this? Oh, this is this is the uh, this is last week. This was Tottenham getting smoked by Manchester United. Uh, Ronaldo, Cavani, Rashford. Everybody gets on the board. And Chio Nuno. Ah, que pena, que pena, Chio Nuno. He gets fired. Despedido. Um, and, and so Antonio Conte, we've learned later, is in. He's going to take over Tottenham. And I think the hilarious net narrative of this is both these teams were kind of struggling with their managerial situation. And Conte was like up for both. <laughs> it's just like whoever wins this match is apparently where I'm going. So if Tottenham, in theory, would have beat Manchester United, he could have been the new Manchester United coach. Pretty hilarious that he's just kind of like waiting there like, man, eh, we'll coach one or the other, whatever. Uh, that's yeah that's just i don't know like man you is a man you is is uh, an enigma to tell you the truth right now mm. so i i still like nuno like i i think he's i think he's a good good coach a good manager he just didn't fit at tottenham and you know would i like to see him at minnesota united so we can have some uh we can start our portuguese in portuguese podcast and drink port wine and Discuss football. That'd be great. Wait, do you have port wine? <laughs> Always. Always. Oh, man. I love my port wine. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm um, going to have to get some later. This, I, I've got a new label, a new different brand. It's black. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll find it later. I'll let you know. It's good. It's very good. Very smooth. Um, Mexico. Same old, man. It's, it's just the... Let's just keep getting fined and fined and fined and exactly what it is the chant continues the fines continue right. this time they're gonna lose what's the band it's the next it's not the next one where they play the u.s i think it's after that right they're gonna have no fans um, for like two games there. right because this yeah, is the, the, the total of like the two, yeah um blah 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 blah. sorry just reading it they're losing losing fans against canada and no sorry Another two match man. That, that, that was the previous two match man. Now they're going to lose two more against Panama and uh, Costa Rica. Qualifiers. That should be fun. What a mess! It's just this just keeps happening. It's just there's got to be there's got to be a different consequence because this clearly is not doing it. Well, I mean, at one point they have to start taking points away. That's the rules, I right? Think so. it's like, 
And I think after, you know, two offenses, I don't know how many offenses you need to have before they start taking points away, but yeah, I don't either. But I mean, that's the thing. So no, I think you're spot on though. It just needs to, the ante needs to be up because otherwise this is just going to keep spinning and keep spinning. And I mean, we're, we're talking about it all the time. Ah, frustrating. Champions League, we're back at it there. Um, we have a couple teams that are already through, even though they still have uh, another match in group stage. Uh, Bayern is Bayerning as they do. I'm sure you're happy about that. Uh, of course. They also won yesterday 2 nothing. so. Yep, they thrashed Benfica 5-2. Barcelona gets a win as well, but Barcelona are still, yeah, they're they're deep in the uh, in the poop. Pooper hey, are you going to talk about Xavi now or are you going to talk about Xavi later? I've got it later, but I mean... Well, let's Go do ahead. this really quick. I, I, I was just going to mention that between this next, this this last round, we've got uh, Bayern through; they're guaranteed, and then Chelsea also. They beat Malmo one nil. That's all they needed, though, as well. I think they've got twelve as well, so they oh, are I feel through. bad for Malmo. Yep. Um, on Wednesday, we got a few more as well. Uh, Liverpool beat Atletico Madrid, and they are through with points and. The one that I'm really looking forward to and, and happy that they're doing as well as they are is Ajax, who are also undefeated um, with, with a tough group with both uh, Dortmund and you never know what's going to happen with sporting, but definitely with Dortmund, um, they're through. Ajax are through. So we'll see. We'll see how the rest of them go. What's interesting is that Group D that we've talked about with I shot the Sheriff and Inter and Real Madrid, there's still not a clear uh, first place winner in there. Sheriff is still very much alive. I mean, Real Madrid, we have to imagine, is going to end up topping and finishing that group. But there's still a huge possibility that Sheriff goes through at number two, which is just bananas. <laughs> okay, should we? Yeah, you mentioned Xavi. I've got that next here. Um, this has not been confirmed, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But the rumors uh, and, and obviously the hype especially is through the roof that there are talks, there are offers. Uh, he's doing interviews and all this stuff. That uh, that Barca legend uh, Xavi may may be taking things over here at, at Barcelona here in the I mean it could happen this week I, I don't know what the timeline is um, pretty huge I mean the weight is real like I'm not sure I'd want to be in that position right now just with the shit show that the club is but at the same time if anybody can turn it around and get get things back on track it's probably him I hope. Xavi, when he gets signed, has has some sort of agreement so he can be a player coach. So whenever things are going bad, he's going to be like, you know what? I'm in. Get out of here. Yeah. You know, it'd be fun if he like 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 the old like the Wild West thing, like he he gets his old posse together, like gets Pujol to come back to and Pujol can just like scream at the top of the lungs and like, you know, just throw down and be like the defensive coach or whatever. Um you, you, Get, you're, um, you're thinking of you're thinking of Ted Lasso in a sense. Ted I Ted am, Ray. I am a little bit, but yeah, you, you know, all those dudes from from the the Guardiola days have them all come back and give them all positional coaching jobs, and you know, see how that kind of turns out. But I just miss Pujol. I miss that main, and I just miss everything. He I, did. I, I, I he was one of my like favorite Barca players. Oh yeah, like, just, like, just just solid, solid, solid. It's like if so, someone was you know going to like model someone. If I was if I was someone like who do you model? I was like Pujo, like, yeah. Pujo, yeah, go ahead. You know, totally. he did what he was supposed to do on the field. He was respected off the field. Stuff was 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 good. It was overall. I mean, like you know. And the thing is, he never. I don't want to say this. Um, He's a big dude, but he wasn't always imposing unless you really went at him. And then you realize how how violent and how dangerous he could be because he would check people and he would hurt people if he had to. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, was, it was like poking the bear like he he didn't right. have to go there. But if you pushed him. Watch out. <laughs> it was just it was just um, we just found out breaking news. Pujol really is Ozzy with a wig on. That's really what it is. <laughs> nice. So we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I want to I want to think positively in in, the, in this respect, just as as crappy as, as things have been for a while with this team. So yeah, let's 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 hope it works out. Let's see what happens. I was uh, I took my dad to Costco and his like uh, monthly Costco run, uh, mm-hmm. and as we are walking into the liqueur area, there's this man that's walking out uh, with a Barcelona kit on. 
Mm. And then I turned to him and I said, my condolences. And I point to the, and I point to the badge. And then he Aww. goes, and then he laughs and he goes, yes, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you guys are already like, you guys are like literally in Club, Club de Cuervo's drama. Like seriously. It really like, is. Like, yeah. It really is. Someone, oh, yes, somebody and then get some money back or something. The last thing I have is the uh, Manchester Derby happened yesterday. EPL um, wasn't much of a, yeah, what's the word? It wasn't, wasn't much of a balanced match. Uh, literally in, in the seventh minute, there's a Manchester United own goal. <laughs> and just they never really recovered from that. So 2-0 Manchester City is, is the final. Um, and there it is again, Manchester United, just up and down, up and down roller coaster. There's a bunch of stuff happening today. Um, we, we don't have the amazing Bridget with us, but I was going give, to give a quick Liverpool check. I think they're playing as we speak. What do you see there, Rodrigo? What do we got here? Liverpool, they are tied 1-1 right now with West Ham. So see how that all pans out. Uh, but yeah. I'm just glad to say that my beloved Magpies are finally at the bottom of the freaking table. And so, Let me ask you this. Okay, huh. with, all, with all the money that's going to come flowing in. Like in the like, January transfer market? Yeah, what... What dream uh, striker, midfielder, defender do you think they're going to try and pull? Like, just throw hundreds of millions of euros and be like, yeah, we're taking this guy. Like, you want me to... Speculate. Speculate, like, on a realism aspect? Or, like, you want to walk into my make-believe world? I mean, with the amount of dirty money that's there, those two might combine into one. (laughs) I want Almiron to be reunited with uh, with his with his buddy in Atlanta. Joseph, oh. just 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 so they can when the score goes, they can do the Dragon Ball Z thing that I love ah. to watch so much. Um, I I think overall it's just um, there's going to be a lot of different options for them to be able to build a buy it. But I, I think out of Germany, everyone's been trying to uh, trying to get a get a hold of Holland. I mean, that's not, that's oh, not sure. a bad idea. It's not a bad idea to try to see how much that would cost, but you, do you really like, you know, just like, you know, Heath likes to say two to three players away. We're really three to four players away. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think our defense needs a little bit, but our midfield and our wingers need to be uh, better. And of course, you know, hopefully by then we'll, we'll have, we no longer have an interim coach. Right. And we'll have someone who, who, who will step in, and that's where some of that money is going to go to. My wish is Alberto Solano, but that's that's me as a as as. as I think as, all as the a, best people are saying Adrian Heath to Newcastle United. Yeah, you know if that happens, you know I'm pretty much just done. <laughs> uh, all right, listeners, that's about all we got. Um, oh, did you not day? hear about the right. Ronaldinho news? Oh God, now what? No, you didn't see it. Mm-mm. Oh, so Ronaldinho, for some reason, um, uh, what was it that he he crashed his vehicle? Mm. Um, like his off the road. It's really funny. And then like, and and then like a fan just goes up and takes a picture of him, and it's like, and he's wearing like a like a like a Michigan Michigan uh, Wolverines jersey. I think it was Jalen Rose's jersey, but it's just the face and his reaction. It's just like. Like, you know, just like this, you know, like, like it's all like straight face. Uh, so he crashes his car and somebody just comes up and like takes a selfie. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's like, hey, I, oh, I see it. I got it right here. <laughs> oh, my God. It's uh, like one of those things where you're like, what is going on? And you're like, yeah. There, there are few epic falls that are greater than this human being. It's just. Mm, mm, uh, yeah, this, I mean. This headline says it all. Jail, car crash, bankruptcy. Ronald Gino's roller coaster life after football. It's yep. just one of those things. But you don't, you know, it's, uh, I, I like to say, is I've been watching the Amazon Maradona series. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I'm really intrigued. And like a lot of the stuff in here, you like, you know, it's not all fully like accurate, but like his stint in Barcelona, man, that looks like a big old mess. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <sighs> And they yeah, I don't know they really like the, for the three episodes, they really drive dive into the whole thing that happened in Barcelona. And I don't know if all of it's true, but like regardless, um, you know, it is true after that one uh cup final 
uh, we beat the crap out of people and need the goalie in the face. Yeah, place. I do remember that. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. So like, if you are uh, somehow interested in that, I, I recommend watching it. It's really interesting. Watch, but do you know? Watch it. Watch it with the original Spanish, like, mm-hmm. and with like the translation or the the subtitles at the bottom, because yeah, I I never I never do any of the dub crap, regardless. I always yeah, I know, but like I like, but it's it's really good to be able because you catch a lot of the. Uh, the Argentinian um, slang and, you you know, and like, and all the other stuff. But overall I thought is, you know, it's a, it's an, it's a much deeper, um, what's it called? Deeper, like invest, not investigated, but a much deeper vision of what Maradona was like in some sort of sense. And um, I mean, I'm in a few series right now. I got to wrap at least one or two. Yeah. But I was really, that was really like, I I was really like interested, not interested, but surprised in how like, some of the political stuff gets just brought into it and because before it wasn't you know because and we knew this man was was at one point very political minded like like at the like at the beginning of a couple of the episodes like they talk about her they talk they talk about his family being peronistas right and how it was a big no-no during the dictatorship of the desaparecidos and everything like that so that was really interesting then um you know the whole conversation about him getting into Che Guevara and all that stuff and talking to his mom about it at least you know it, it, it was really just it's just interesting you know and, yep. and so far there's only six episodes hopefully I don't know how many episodes they're going to do but uh, I've been watching them so well I just wanted to shout uh the Patreon out one more time um I've actually got Rodrigo talking more about the uh the what's it called blessed uh something right Blessed Dream. Is that the name of the, the series? Mar- Maradona, Blessed Let's Dream. Let's just call Maradona. Yeah. I thought, something. Anyway. I think it is Blessed Dream. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. So, so I, I cut something from last time and put it up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon.com backslash. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm going to try to do like a, like a, I'm waiting for the whole series to just finish yeah. and then I'll just dive in and, and give an analytical point of view. It's really interesting. Like we've all, we all liked, uh, we all liked the, uh, the other Argentinian-based series. What was the name again? I totally forgot. Uh, Apache. Apache. We all liked Apache, but this is deeper, a little bit deeper to a much bigger character. And like cool. the actors are, are really good. So I was really interested to see that. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, thank you, Rodrigo. Thank you, listeners. Before I let you go, uh, I don't know if uh, David Martin's listening to you, but he's he's a big port guy as well. So here here's the latest one. And I, I kind of oh. took a chance because I wasn't as familiar with this one. So it's Novel Black Reserve. Novel, um, like it, new? Isn't Novel new? Noval. Oh, Noval. Yep. Noval Black. It's, it's really, really good. There, there, it's, it's a different texture, smoothness than some of the uh, the other ports that I've had. And uh, I will be I'll be going back to this one. Very nice. Cool. Where'd you get it? This one I got at uh, Elevated over okay. on 42nd, 42nd. Okay. Elevated is not uh-huh. sponsored this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that considering the amount of money we spend there. It'd be nice. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We're back. just going to go in there and be, be like, you know what? We mentioned you in our podcast, and that is a verbal contract. Verbal contract. Right on, man. Well, we'll maybe we'll add some some bonus stuff again once the smoke clears uh, right. in about, I don't know, what, seven hours. We should have an idea of where things are at. Uh, but for now, we'll say, hasta luego. Ciao, ciao. Hey everyone, this is uh, Rodrigo from the Minnesota Football Show. Uh, just some reaction to this amazing, crazy decision day MLS. We knew that the Loons had a chance to make it to the playoffs by either tying or winning. And I did not expect a six-goal game. game. Um, I think um, Minnesota in transition is extremely uh, dangerous and it was proven as a two-goal lead. But um, I also think we have our defensive woes and that's what happened in this game. I think Chase Gasper um, not being able to find the outlet on that first goal that led to the turnover it was was uh, an amazing... Um, uh, was was one of the reasons that, it, that, that that first goal happened. Second of all, 
um, you know, we were able to create opportunities, but our midfield just kept getting caught into the middle, like kept getting drawn out. And I think that's exactly what LA, LA Galaxy is good at, is just being able to build. They had some beautiful... Chicharito was on point. Like, seriously, Chicharito was on point. Um, and that's, you know, what happens when you have a goal scorer, right? And that is the thing that you need to always keep in mind. Uh, right As we're standing right now, we play Portland. That should be an interesting um, matchup. We've done well against Portland, but this is a way. And away, we don't do well away. So as proven as to this right now, because right, we, we took, it took three goals to tie a game, took an own goal to make sure that we didn't lose this game. And so that's one of the things. I, I don't understand the logic of making Fragapane take a PK. I get it that he was the one that uh, got their PK, but... Um, he should be one of the persons to take it. And so, therefore, excited for what we are doing. Um, crazy decision day. Um, and then just let's just see how far we can get on.